Welcome back to Country and Cold Cans. As always, I'm Logan sitting here with Andy and Kyle. Uh, make sure you go follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go on over to Spotify. Give us a follow there. Go on over to Apple Podcasts. Click subscribe. Give us five stars and a great review. And while we're at it, make sure you check out the website, countrycoldcans.com. Be ready on the lookout here on Black Friday. We're going to have some deals on our merchandise, these awesome Richardson 112, Richardson 113 hats. We've got the rope hats, the regular trucker hat with our badass logo on top. And get a koozie while you're at it. Be low on the lookout for that deal that we're going to have coming for you on Black Friday at countrycoldcans.com. All right, Andy, Kyle, how's it going, buddy? Going good. Uh, I do appreciate you looking like you're in a CIA black site. No evidence at all of where you are. Pretty much, yeah. If anybody could see like our, my video right now, I'm in the office at this house that I just moved into, and there's nothing on the wall. It's just this like cream white background behind me. The most bland wall ever. Like Pretty much, a, yeah. You know, there's like <laughs> nothing that the CIA or FBI spying on us could use to identify where you are. Nope, not at all. I, I, do, I do enjoy that. Andy, I can tell you are in the same place as always. Yep, pretty much. Or not actually in the same place as always. Yeah, I was about to say you're in the same place. Oh, you're yeah, not, yeah, actually, yeah. You're not no in sense. the truck right now. Yeah, well, yeah, you're, that's correct. Yeah. As far as your house, I'm yeah. always in the same place. So, Yeah, Andy's always on the go. All right, as you guys know, it's Thanksgiving week. Turkey time, fellas. I know that everybody is probably looking forward to, you know, Maybe they're not. I don't know. Looking forward to going home and seeing family members and people you, you haven't seen in a while and enjoying some um, good conversation <laughs> with family and some hopefully some good food and everything. Uh, you guys do anything in particular with your families on Thanksgiving? Well, I'm about to deep fry. I will not pardon two turkeys this year. I'm about to deep fry the hell out of them. So <laughs> that's what I look forward to. I think I'm going to my uncle's house. I think. I got gotcha. you. Logan? Yeah, well, I, uh, due to the Carolina NC State football game being on a Friday, I have to make two different trips into uh, my hometown to see the family. Wednesday night, I'm coming home because my younger brother has to work on Friday. So he and his wife are going to be home. We're going to have uh, Thanksgiving lunch with them on Thursday. Then I'm leaving Friday morning to come back to Raleigh to watch the Wolfpack whoop up on some uh tar heel people out there on the football field hopefully fingers crossed and then leaving saturday to come back to running rapids because my older brother and his wife will be home for the weekend so i'm having essentially two thanksgivings maybe dave Thorne will finally get the respect that he thinks he deserves well he does deserve it but i will <laughs> say i'll give him a little bit of hell if we i mean if we go eight and four again <laughs> Eight and four forever is what I said last week on Miserable and Reckless. But, but yeah, yeah. I just, um, if you got to keep saying you, your team deserves respect. Um, well, I mean, it's because the media on, hates him. It's not, it's, he's not wrong yeah. with what he's saying. It's because he's not Mac Looks, Brown and Dabo Sweeney where he's super charismatic. It's just they hate him because he doesn't put up with their bullshit. Right. I'm not disagreeing with any of that. I'm just saying it looks, it's not a good look, man. We deserve more respect. Okay. Okay. It looks kind of whiny. Come on, man. There we go. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> right. Well said, Joe Biden. Well said. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I agree with you. Like, I, I wish you would not bring it up every single postgame interview, but, I mean, it is what it is. But yeah, one, sure. one last point on the NC State Wolfpack. I'm not thinking this is going to happen by any chance, but if it does, I'll be probably the happiest dude on the planet. But all we need is a Wolfpack win on Friday and a Wake Forest loss on Saturday, and we're the division champions this year. So, Who's Wake Forest play? At Boston College. Okay. Yeah. I, Wake is favored by like five right now, but we'll see how that goes. I mean, I ex fully expect Wake to win, but Wake Forest is like 120-something in the country in rush defense, and Boston College has a potent rushing attack. And as we all know, it's going to be cold in Chestnut Hill, Massachusetts. So. How does that tiebreaker work for that one? Yeah, so the they're – before we jump into our topics for country and cold cans today, we'll uh, run down the ACC tiebreaker scenario here. But so Clemson finished their conference uh, uh, schedule at six and two. Um, state is five and two, and uh, Wake Forest is five and one currently. So if State wins, they'd be six and two. If Wake wins, they will be uh, 
seven and one because they're six and one right now. Sorry, they'll be seven and one. So they would win the division with a win. If they lose, they'll be six and two. State wins, they'll be six and two. Clemson also six and two. In that scenario, it goes to head to head matchups. All three have a win over each other. So that you have to go to the second tiebreaker, which then becomes divisional, um, not conference win percentage, but your division win percentage. Wake Forest would get eliminated in that scenario because of having then two uh, divisional losses. So it's back to state and Clemson, and state has the head to head over Clemson. So they would win. So state wins the division with a win over Carolina and a Wake Forest loss to Boston College. Wake Forest wins the division with just a win over Boston College. And then Clemson wins the division if with a Wolfpack loss and a Wake Forest loss. So comes down to the last week of the season to see who takes home the Atlantic crowd and is uh, crown and is the Atlantic division representative in Charlotte next weekend. So I was wondering because I saw that they could tie in the conference. And if Clemson wins as well, then their overall record is tied. And then I yep. was just I couldn't figure it out because I was like, because, well, State lost a wake, but then State beat Clemson. Yeah. And then I was like, I don't see it. It, it is- turns into one of those rare, weird six and two, three way ties that gets complicated on how to sort it out. But, you know, we'll see how it goes. But meanwhile, I just hope we cover the spread. <laughs> Talking about uh, ECU in Cincinnati. Yeah. All right. Like we said, it's Thanksgiving week. Everybody's got plans with their families. Uh, so we decided we want to talk about Thanksgiving food and specifically, what are the top three? Worst things about Thanksgiving food. Andy, I'm going to start with you. What is one thing that you think is one of your top three worst things about Thanksgiving food? If it sucks, you have to keep your mouth shut and eat it anyway. (laughs) So not to hurt family members' feelings? Yep. (laughs) You can't really... If it's on your plate, you can't just not eat it because it's obviously you didn't like it. You got to keep your mouth shut. Just It's a bad situation. Yeah, have you uh, ever spoken up? And so you're you're knowing from experience not to say anything bad about a family members cooking. No, I haven't actually. I just never had to be put in that situation. Most of my family can cook, and the one time that they couldn't, they tricked my uncle eating a terrible deviled egg, <laughs> and every half the crowd was in on it and watched him eat it. And they said he swallowed it whole because it was so bad. Oh lord. <laughs> Ugh. All right, Kyle, what about you? What is one thing that is your top three worst things about Thanksgiving food? Oh, half of the food is just nasty. Like deviled eggs, broccoli casserole. Casseroles in general just suck. I don't like casseroles. Just make a real food. So, no, I mean, it, unless it's I, hash brown casserole. Well, a hash brown casserole is the sole exception. Cheese potato broccoli casserole. Casserole is pretty good. Uh, no, just, just, but, make, just make potatoes. That's what I'm talking about. We just... Half of it just is just it just no, it's no good. Just make real food. I don't like casseroles, so I'm going to change mine to not half of it sucks. Casseroles in general, I don't like green bean casserole, broccoli casserole, potato casserole. I, I mean, the hash brown casserole is the only good, especially from Cracker Barrel. It, yeah, yeah. I had Cracker Sponsor Barrel is Cracker Barrel. No free I, shout outs. I had Cracker Barrel at night, boy. That hash brown casserole was. Superb. He's like, I hate casseroles, but I did have a casserole tonight. I said hash brown <laughs> like casserole was the sole exception. All right. So in that vein, uh, one of my top three worst things about Thanksgiving is cranberry sauce. It's awful. Yes, it doesn't matter facts. if it's homemade or straight out of the can. It's awful. I don't know why everyone insists on trying to make you eat that with turkey. It's just good. They Lord, put it right on, beside man. it, too. Like sometimes yeah. it like the juice runs over. And it, I don't I want mean, that shit no. touching my food. Mm-mm. It's disgusting. Right. It looks it awful. Is. It's heresy. Like, yeah. Who decided that that was going to be a, a yearly staple at Thanksgiving? Where does a cranberry even come from? I don't know. Nobody a, knows. Exactly. A cranberry. The Lando Lakes commercials. Comes out, of the, comes out of the can. That's where, that's where they all come from. <laughs> the I was, those, those commercials are kind of lit. Yeah, that that's where it does look interesting. Yeah, that's where they all come from. That one Lando Lakes commercial. I think it's Lando Lakes, right? No, Lando Lakes is butter. Ocean spray. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. All right, Kyle, throwing it back to you. What's your second thing in your top three worst things about Thanksgiving food? So this isn't a directly food, but it is food. I, I take great exception with how stupid fire departments think people are. <laughs> yes, I know when you put a burner under grease, it is flammable. I'm not an idiot. I know a lot of people are, but I don't need to see all the PSAs about frying a turkey. Don't set your house on fire. 
you don't fry the turkey in the garage. You you, do, you set it well away from the house and anything to catch on fire. You fill the pot full of water first, sit the bird in, see how much it rises. Now you know you have a level. So my worst thing about Thanksgiving food is the PSAs you get. Don't burn your house down or like on Allstate commercial <laughs> where the guy just sets off a bomb in his driveway. Like, who These does that? <laughs> These warnings, I feel like, are meant for if Logan DeBerry is ever one, the one cooking. Hey, I've, it's been a long time since that incident with the grill, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that is my second. I mean, they just they really grind my gears. Like, I mean, you see all these videos that they put up, and I'm just like, who does this? I mean, who sits Logan DeBerry. Who sits a pot of boiling grease in the middle of their kitchen? Like, I've never done a, that, Andy. <laughs> right, I mean, you see or, you know, you see that, or then you see, you know, it'll be boiling over and they go in there and just pour water on a grease fire. Like, Jesus Christ, who does this? <laughs> no one is this stupid. Well, I, I guarantee that. you there are probably some, some people, people that are. are this stupid. But, dear fire departments across America, please stop telling me this. It annoys me and it offends me. <laughs> All right, Andy, what's your number two and your top three worst things about Thanksgiving food? The amount of work it takes to plan out how to be the most optimally hungry for the meal. That's a you good one. Eat, you don't want to eat too close to it because then you're going to, you're not going to be able to eat the most, but you don't want to starve yourself too much because then your stomach's going to shrink and you can't eat as much. Wait, does your you stomach shrink that quickly? Right? I'm saying if you go like a day without eating before it. Now that Do sounds you, like heresy to me. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, you got to like start, nibbling on like the rolls or or something see exactly how much work this is <laughs> it takes a lot yeah. of planning just to be able to yeah. eat a lot of food it it's ridiculous yeah well my next one and my number two my top three worst things about thanksgiving food it might be a little controversial but and I, I will put as a disclaimer if it's done right it's fantastic but the problem is most people don't know how to do it but turkey is awful it's dry there's a reason that we only eat it once a year and that's because it's at Thanksgiving. But if someone does it right, it's fantastic. The problem is most people don't know how to do it right. There's a, in the, in the D berry family, we've never had Turkey, but one year at uh, Thanksgiving, we have a country ham and homemade fried chicken instead. I can say my grandparents, we had ham and barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see here, Turkey has a short, freshness shelf life like when you deep fry turkey or you bake, you know you cook one in the oven if you eat it relatively quickly after it's been cooked it's still very moist and it's still hot and it's still delicious or if you cook it at lunchtime and you're not eating it until dinner and you've cut it up and it's just sitting in a, a pan for a couple hours yeah it does get very dry yeah it dries out too quickly, quickly very quickly fried chicken don't dry out that quick Neither does ham. No. Yeah. A, oh, gosh. A spiral bound ham. Oh, man. Oh, Dude, ham is fantastic. Speaking of my love language. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, love a spiral bound ham, man. Oh, Turkey. Gosh. Ain't nobody got time for that dry shit. All right, I can't Andy. agree. With, it's bad when it's dry. Yeah, it's bad when it's dry. But like I said, if someone knows how to actually deep fry a turkey correctly, it's fantastic. Problem is, most people don't know how to do that. Just they want to cook it. Creole it. butter. Just yeah. But, I mean. Ingest it. Like, shoot it full of COVID. Shots everywhere. Come yeah, on, just take it's... the take the jab, Thomas the Turkey. Yeah, I need your fifteenth <laughs> booster right there. That leg. Oh, all right, Andy. Uh, what's your number three? Your top three worst things about Thanksgiving food? For being honest, it's having to come up with three things that are bad about eating because there ain't that much wrong with eating. <laughs> well, that's this is the first year you've probably had to do that. Yeah, and it's pretty hard because I mean, eating's pretty great. It is. Yeah. So my final one is it's indirectly related to eating. It's after you eat and you know you're in that awkward stage where you're like, all right, I'm extremely stuffed. I'm starting to get sleepy, but do I fall asleep on my parents' couch? And is there room? Like who's gonna position themselves for the optimal spot to watch football and inevitably fall asleep? Or do I just ride it out? Because I know inevitably nature is going to call, and you're you know you're in that awkward position. Like, do I just go ahead and sit down and 
as I said before, my internet just crapped a bit. Uh, do you position yourself to like speaking of scrapping? Yeah, no. Do you do you just hang out? You know, inevitably fall asleep, or do you hang out a long time, stay awake, and then know that you're gonna have to go to the bathroom? So you just need to start positioning yourself to leave because no one wants to do that. Not at their home. It's a, no, that's yeah. a rational fear I have. No, I, I mean, it, it it depends on how close you are with your family members. Like, at my grandma yeah, or granddaddy's house, I don't cl- have a problem taking a shit in their toilet. I'm very close with all of my family, but I still know. I'm just like, no, I'm really good. I've taken many a shit to my grandma's house. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I lived in my parents' house for a long time. I did that a lot. But I was just like, eh, I have my own house. I'm going, I'm going there. <laughs> it's just nothing like being in, in tranquility. I can't say I've grown out of that because I used to be that bad. But I'm not anymore. <laughs> You're a trucker, Andy. You, you, you've kind of had to train your body a little bit. Yeah, we've gone I from could... Thanksgiving food to bowel movements, and very quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's my. That's the worst thing about Thanksgiving food to me is the inevitable, the movement. reckoning that's coming. The, the reckoning <laughs> that is coming. Yeah, so it'd I'll be call... worse if it didn't come, though. Yeah, it's Oof. very true. I'll close it out with my number three of three on top three worst things of uh, about Thanksgiving food is most of the time the desserts people bring are awful too. Like when they have chocolate chest pie or pecan pie, I'm like, hell yeah, brother. Those are fantastic. I'm when they bring, think your family can't cook. But when they bring pumpkin pie, no, pumpkin pie is just awful in, in general. I don't like pumpkin pie. I don't like cranberry sauce. I mean, there are stuff that I do like, and we generally, in my family, we don't have all that shitty food. We tailor our menu to what we like, and that's why there's no turkey. There's no pumpkin pie or anything like that. Back when we, a couple of times in the past, had had a more extended family there, there would sometimes be terrible food that people would bring. You just, like to Andy's point, you have to just kind of grin and bear it, not to hurt people's feelings, but same time. Some of the Thanksgiving food that people just decide or act like is so awesome, pumpkin pie, it's terrible. And if I never had to eat that again, would no be no skin off my back, that's for sure. You ever had pink pecking cake? I don't think I've had that, no. Oh, it's a phenomenal cake. Oh, so good. That is the highlight of dessert. Gives you some vegetarian carrot cake. <laughs> carrot cake's another thing I don't like. Oh, my grandma, my Ooh, grandma makes work. a homemade carrot cake that supposedly is really good, but I don't like carrot cake. Oh, oh. My grandma D-day makes some really good first. cakes, man, but she just, I, I don't, I prefer it when they make cakes that I like. You very with the first terrible take of the podcast. Carrot cake is phenomenal. Every aspect. Come of on, it. man. Yep. Come on, man. <laughs> carrot, carrot cake. cake. Oh, gosh, enough, so enough with that trash carrot cake I'm out what dessert do you I'm just curious what dessert do you like oh I love chocolate cake pecan pie uh, chocolate nice. chest pie uh, those nice. are all amazing amazing desserts my grandma makes a fantastic homemade chocolate cake like three Andy. layers four layers Andy I like Does most it? things but apple pie and pumpkin pie you can miss me with that shit I like apple pie I used to not like it I actually kind of like it now if you're gonna have apple pie, it needs to be hot, and you need to throw a dab ice cream with it. Yep. 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 That's what you eat. That's the way Americans eat apple pie. Yeah, you can't go wrong with throwing some ice cream on something though. A piece of cake and a glass of milk. Oof. No. Diabetes All right. Has entered the chat. <laughs> All right. Moving into the main topic, we're bringing it back, folks. It's this edition of Slapper Crap. We take five songs that were just recently released. We listen to them ahead of time. We formulate our opinions on them, and then we say, "Is it does it slap or is it crap? So starting off with a Texas country music staple, Wade Bowen just released an EP called Phones Don't Work. So we pulled the title track, and... Um, gonna play the chorus here and then we'll tell you whether or not we think it's crap or is it as the kids say it slaps Don't work. 
Yeah, so that's Phones Don't Work by Wade Bowen. I mean, it's basically a, a song about getting past an, an ex and um, saying, you know what? To hell with them. I want to get moved past this. So I need somewhere where I don't I don't want to be tempted to call them. Don't want them to call me. Go somewhere where phones don't work. Andy, Wade Bowen, phones don't work. Does it slap or is it crap? I'm going to give it a crap because I just have never the romanticizing of like the not having phone service or when people talk about sending text and uh, songs and stuff. I just, for some reason, I've never liked it. I don't, I like, for some reason in songs, I like where people talk about writing letters, even though nobody writes a letter anymore. And it's just the modernizing of the way a song's written. But I just, the romanticizing of not having phone service to just, I've never liked that. I almost wish that I hadn't used that clip of Come On Man twice already, because this would have been a perfect time for it. <laughs> God, I didn't what? even... One crap look on the board. <laughs> yeah, look here, fat. You're a lion dog face pony soldier. <laughs> uh, I think it slaps. Um, and Andy, I think it's just, I mean, like I said, modernization. I mean, people sing songs that they can relate to. No one writes letters. Everybody has a phone. So, you know, most people deal with breakups through their phones. So, I mean, I just think, I think a song slaps. Yeah, next Andy's going to be telling us that he doesn't want to hear anything about trucks. He wants to hear about horse and buggies. Yeah. With a cart, with the, in a cart behind it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it slaps. I mean, I, right. I, yeah, I dig this song. So I'm the tie-breaking vote here. So that's one crap, one slap, and I'm with Kyle on this. I think it slaps. There isn't much that Wade Bowen does that I don't think is good. I'm a big Wade fan, and I like the idea of the song, Andy, quite to the opposite of you on this, because... It's not like he's uh, singing in that kind of douchey club vibe that we saw pop country go in a few years back where he's at the club and he's sending out a text to his girl, you know, yeah, hey, girl, you up? (laughs) Um, It's kind of like he's like, hey, I got really hurt by this. What's the only way that I'm not going to be tempted to try to get back with this girl? I need to go somewhere where my phone doesn't work. And I would say I would would add it's, it's good life advice for a lot of people. Put the, put the cell phone down, man. Yeah, I mean, you live a lot healthier life. It's yeah, just, unless you're listening just, to country and cold cans, and then keep your cell phone in front of you and plug it download up. It, so you can download it before. <laughs> yeah, hey, if you if you download it, then you don't have to worry about having phone service. That's very true. Go. All right, so there's two slaps, one crap. Wade Bowen, phones don't work. All right, moving into the next one, we have a guy from the mainstream. Um, he fancies himself uh, a badass. If you just ask him. Um, Brantley Gilbert, he put out a song called How to Talk to Girls. I'll play it here and then we'll talk about it. All right, Kyle, I'm going to throw to you first here. How to Talk to Girls by your main man, Brantley Gilbert. Slapper crap. I would like to uh, first distance myself from my main man, Brantley Gilbert. Song sucks. <laughs> it's, not <laughs> so, it's not good, man. I just, I don't like Brantley Gilbert, and it's nothing to do with his personality or his songs. It's just, he puts off a vibe. It's just his personality and his songs. (laughs) He just puts off a vibe, man. And there were so many people I went to high school with that just, I mean, just jerked it hard to Brantley Gilbert. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, God. And come on, man. When I talk to a girl and you're talking about proposing to her, you got some serious problems on your hands. I mean, look, and I hate the convenient pauses and all those songs where the little guitar melody strums in. It just, yeah, I, I just mean, roll my eyes the whole time. To your point, like I hate how he has a pair of brass knuckles on his uh, mic stand. I'm just like, come, like, dude, come on. Like, is, on, is that yeah. necessary? I think he w- couldn't find himself out of a paper bag. 
but it's just, it's just, I just, uh, song sucks. It's crap. <laughs> through and through. All right. There's one crap. Andrew, what you think? Well, not, never been a big Brantley Gilbert fan. And through my two listens of this song, I'm still not 100% sure about what the song's about. And quite frankly, I do not care. So this is definitely a crap for the main reason, as I simply, I don't care. And I don't want to learn anymore. I don't care to care. All right. There's two craps for How to Tell the Girls by Brantley Gilbert. Guess uh, am I going to come to the defense here? Not today. Um, This song from the production choices on it, it's very much a Brantley Gilbert style song. It almost sounds like a throwaway on a Jason Aldean record from three years ago. Um, It... I that bro country kind of like almost R and B kind of feel mixed in with the the rock and roll guitars. I'm just I'm tired of hearing it. On top of that, when it comes to what the song's about, like the subject matter, he really dropped the ball here. The idea of this song isn't bad. So like the song opens up where he's like you know talking about proposing to his his uh, girlfriend. Then it, in the second uh, verse, it goes into talking about they have a little girl and he's having to learn how to you know talk to girls in a different way than he would like talking to his his friends or talking if he had a son. Like the idea of the song isn't bad, but the execution is piss poor. Yeah, and, I got confused. Yeah, like it, and then it's like the the kind of like. How how am I going to put this? The the way that he's just so self involved in in the chorus, where he's like, you know, that girl hangs on every word I say. Okay, man, like we get it. You 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 like yourself quite a bit. So <laughs> I mean, this song, yeah, hard crap. So cross the board, three craps for How to Talk to Girls by Brantley Gilbert. Yeah, I just yeah, I just don't understand. Like Andy, I just don't understand. Like, just talk to them like normal people. Pretty much. <laughs> what do you what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving into the next one, we have a uh, North Carolina artist that uh, we have met a couple of times. We we referenced this show actually last episode when we were talking about the COVID vaccine idea um, last year when we all went to that show. He played in Weldon at the Mills when that was still a thing. And um, it's Mikhail Buck by way of Greenville, North Carolina. He released a new song called Love Me Wild. Uh, let's play the chorus here and then we'll give our thoughts. All right, so that's Love Me Wild by Mikael Buck. Uh, Andy, slap or crap? Uh, generally, I don't like love songs, which is just a me thing. But uh, I do like how this song lyrically has a second layer to it, of you know, where it's sort of not just a full-on love song. And then uh, sonically-wise, you can't tell me this ain't fire. This is a 100% slapper. Which, oh, yeah. along with everything he's been putting out lately, sonically, kill. Oh yeah, sonically, he's been on point lately Killing with it. his releases. Man, like that's that. I, I'll save it for when I go uh, after Kyle. But Kyle, slapper crap. We got one slap on the board for "Love Me Wild." I think this is the uh, hardest slap of the of the ones we're doing today, in my opinion. Um, as we've discussed, the biggest drawback that we saw with Mikhail Buck is that he wasn't releasing his own music. And he is, and they're just hitting. I mean, I love the the fiddle in it. I love, like Andy said, I love how it sounds sonically. And it's, I didn't really take it as a love song. I just took it like, hey, I, we we both got a lot going on. Might as well make the night count. Like, that's the two-layer thing that <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I like about it. Right. I mean, you know, I think, you know, he's talking about he's on the road. You know, we got to go. But might as well just make the night count because we don't know when we'll get another. So I Did he write it, Logan? I don't know if you give me a second, I can, I can tell you, but, um, but yeah, so I actually, um, so that's two slaps on the board for love me wild and looking at the song the credits now. Yep. He wrote that one by himself. That's banger. sweet. Yeah. So I agree with you, man. I think this one slaps so hard. Well, I mean, just start with the Sonic 
aspect of this song. That's how you do a, a fun sounding country song. I love the fiddle. There's something about a fiddle in a song that's just amazing. That and the pedal steel guitar are two of my favorite instruments yeah, on a country song. Yeah, that fiddle works in this song. Um, the way he sings with like the, the fiddle the and all fiddle. that too, just yeah. it really yeah. works well. Oh, for sure. And um, now th- getting into like the song lyrically, I think Andy's right. I think it works on two different levels. Kyle's 100% right that it's like, you know, hey, I'm going to be on the road, uh, assuming he's referencing the fact that, you know, he's a touring musician. He's not home a lot. So, like, he's on the road and, you know, but it's also kind of a love song to Andy's point because he, there's a line in the song about saying that it's uh, two lovers who probably ought to stay friends and how we don't know, they they don't know if they're going to be able to uh, be together for for very long because he's got to get on the road again but so tonight just you know take advantage of it and love me wild it, it's kind of like one of those we know it's not going to work because of circumstances but uh it's almost like a hookup song but it's it's a hookup Crazy song one more time by yeah more type it's a thing. hookup song done right and um i i just think that those two aspects of the song lyrically to both of y'all's points and that with it just being an absolute banger sonically yeah Heart slap for me. If it <laughs> if it was just the like the hookup level of it, I I would not have liked it lyrically. So typically, yeah. I just don't like that type of song. But the either. second layer to it, just it, I it it gives me something else to listen to other than that part. And I just it's just, I just don't like that type of song in that yeah. aspect. No, yeah. I agree. Oh, and the last thing I was gonna say was sonically. I mean, this is a song that can be played in numerous settings. Oh yeah, which I which I yeah. I enjoy, you know, this could be a, you know, driving by yourself, going down a back road, you know, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, or, you know, at a, at a, popping a a six pack on the tailgate around a bonfire. Yep. Isn't that what everybody in the country does according to country radio? It is. That's exactly. Or, you know, just uh, hanging out with, you know, your buddies. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just a, you could I, put that on, you could put that on even though it has an aspect of like a, a love song to it. It's not going to be something. Just, so, it, it's not like um, nobody's going to cheesy one. Like, yeah, nobody's, nobody's going to be like, you know, what? playing that for you? That's, it's uh, got such an infectious melody, man. Like it's going to be, yeah. it's gonna be yeah, hard was, to just be like, I don't want to, I don't want to listen to this. No, dude, it's it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was going to give the song a slap strictly on sonically because the first yeah. listen I didn't pick up on the second layer. The first listen I only heard the love song part and I was like, it's still going to get a slap just because it sounds so good. Oh, yeah. But uh, all right. So moving into the next song, kind of in a similar vein where you were talking about hookup songs. We have another mainstream artist, Cole Swindell, did a duet with Lanny Wilson. I'm a normally a really big fan of Lanny Wilson. Um, love her voice, liked her most recent record. I, I get it. So doing a song with uh, Cole Swindell and everything is probably good for a career with the radio. Cole has been a guy that in some of his more recent songs haven't been bad. Um, like Dad's Old Number, fantastic song. Check that out if you haven't. But there are also times where he completely misses the mark. And on that note, let's listen to the chorus. All right, that's enough of that. Kyle, what do you think? Song sucks. Um, I mean, it sounds like every other Coastman does. Yeah. I, I mean, they all... He's like, he's like Luke Bryan light. I mean, he... He's like sound, a... He's like an even more same. white bread Luke, Bri- Luke Bryan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they all sound the same. I just... I never hear anything different. So when I saw that in the group text, uh, there, you had a typo. So I went searching the guy, and I was like, "Who is? Hold on, it's exactly how you spelled it." Do 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 do. Oh, Cole Seinfeld. I was like, "Well, I haven't heard of this guy." <laughs> I, was, I went, ser- I went searching him, and it didn't come up. And then that I was, just shows to our listeners that I probably talk about Seinfeld, the TV show, more than I do Cole Swindell. <laughs> so I was searching it, and then I just clicked on the pop, you know, the playlist that you had made, and I was like, "Oh shit, Cole Swindell." Cole <laughs> Seinfeld. I didn't realize that that happened. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, "I've never heard of this," and I went to the place like, "Oh shit, it's Cole Swindell song." Uh, well, I'll listen to it. I mean, yeah, like I said, I mean, it's probably good for Lady Wilson's career. So I'm not gonna knock her. She she's got some pipes, but it's just generic 
country. Yeah. Not really. It's like I would pop. say generic, not country. Yeah. But. <laughs> it's like generic country pop light. Yeah. 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 Sucks. All right. So this one crap. Andy, what do you think about Never Say Never by Cole Seinfeld featuring Lenny Wilson? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, Obviously, it's very shallow, shallow, shallow written. Uh, can't get the L Y on the end of that word out. But uh, <laughs> um, in the first verse, I is even for a shallow song. I don't even think the lines are even full statements. It's like partial statements. But sonically, I mean, this be a kind of lit entrance song, like you know, for like baseball or oh, like yeah. wrestling or whatever. It sounds like it's not for music. country music. <laughs> Does it not sound like entrance music? Yeah, because it's a wall of sound. It's all it yeah, is. It sucks. Yeah, the, the, they don't let it, the it, they don't let the instruments breathe at all. It's like this wall of sound that just hits you, knocks you over the head, and says like this. But if you don't listen to the words at all, I mean, hey, a wrestler uses a song for his entrance music pretty easy. Probably, yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's, there's a lot of songs that the beats fire. Songs just trash. There's <laughs> a lot of songs like that. Yeah, yeah, so that's two craps. <clears throat> I'm gonna make it unanimous to say this is a hard crap for me. I, I've gotten really tired of the very broy. Uh, I, I can't quit you hookup songs, and this is just even as far as they go. This is just so generic and boring. It's like it's it's forgettable. It's not. It doesn't even make me angry like some songs do. It's just so bland. It's like I never say never with you. I was like, all right. I mean, you really had a team of Nashville songwriters, and that's the best they could come up with. Again, he's probably taking Luke Bryan castoffs and recording it to put on his record. So this song, hard crap for me. Never say never. Never again will I listen to it. Yeah, right. yeah, just yeah, yeah, just bad, uh, just bad. It was kind of hype though. If you didn't listen to any of the words, I think Andy Loki likes it. <laughs> no, yes. The words terrible. I just, dude, I just the whole we're time gonna, we're going to see Andy uh, at, uh, one weekend. He's going to be like, you know, play that never say never song again. And he's going to pull up to your house and forget to turn his radio down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just going to be bumping. <laughs> dude, yeah. dude, does it not sound like it's ninth inning and a pitcher's walking out? If you don't nah. listen to the lyrics, I I can see what you're I mean, saying. Maybe but. if it, maybe if it was instrumental, yeah, that's what I. Yeah, it has to be <laughs> instrumental. <laughs> or even like the way they're singing, like regardless of the words, but like the way they're even singing, it's what it sounds like. Yeah. All right, moving into the next one. Let's wash your ears it's, out. After it's that. better if you don't Travesty. listen to the words as well. Yeah, yeah, it's better. That song's uh, not a bad song if you don't listen to anything the guy has to say. But um, moving into the next one. Uh, it's a guy that I've become a pretty big fan of. Um, he, he's in the kind of like that that same age bracket as uh, Slade Coulter uh, in the in the Texas scene, one of the more up and coming dudes within that Texas music scene. Jacob Stelly has a new song called "Sweet Irene." I had heard an acoustic version of this a while back, and I was like, I really like that. I can't wait to hear the studio version. So, much to my happiness, when I saw it was released on my re- release radar on Spotify. I was like, I knew we were going to be doing an episode like this soon. So I was like, that's definitely going on there. And um, here we go. Go to the chorus. Sweet Irene, what did you mean? When you told me that I'm not the one you pay for. Could you tell me, please, how a boy like me could fall in All right, so I'm going to kick things off on this one. Um, for me personally, I really like it. I, um, I I think for me, this is definitely a slap. With Jacob Stelly, uh, in this song in particular, I really like the the kind of story that it's telling about how it's like him talking to this girl. And at the very beginning, it, he expresses a lot of self-doubt within even the first couple lines, which is something that I, I love when artists be, are able to work that into a, rela- uh, a song, especially a relationship song where he's saying like, he's trying really hard to, um, to make sure that, yeah, I always, it takes me a second. I always blank when I'm trying to think of specific lyrics, but at the beginning, he's like, he's, he's trying to keep the forces in his mind alive to convince himself that there's nothing wrong with him. And then it kind of moves into where he's talking to, uh, the young lady in this particular song, Irene, or she we call her sweet Irene. And he, she, he was like, you saying can't that, talk to her like that. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, that's right. I can't. 
That's his sweet Irene, not my sweet Irene. But then um, she says, like, you're not the the guy that I prayed for. Because, you know, you have like that. Was it the Matt Stell song? The girls love talking about like uh, saying I prayed for you. And that's like a, a, a saying that people love to talk about when they find their the love of their life. And then he flips that around. And it's a very cutting uh, insult, <laughs> I would say, is like, you're not the guy that I prayed for. So like that one, I think I think that works for this song. And with Jacob Stelly, too, vocally, I don't know if does it. Am I the only one that he kind of like reminds me a little bit of Parker McCollum with his like phrasing? I was literally going to ask you where he was from. It's the way he said in that chorus, the way he says pray and the way he says, you, yeah, sounds exactly the same accent. Yeah. Parker has. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I know that they've played some shows together. I wouldn't be surprised if Parker's like a big influence for him or if because, they're from the same area or the same area like or something but thing. that's the first thing that i thought about when i heard this i was like i was like it definitely kind of reminds me of parker mccollum with this phrasing that he has in this song but for me it's a slap so andy what about you um yeah I, i'm gonna give it a slap uh like you were saying I, the first listen i don't know what it is in that first verse i don't know if you call it a maraca but the sound that's in like the background of it I really, really do not like that. And that's like, all I could hear the first time I listened, I was like, God, that sucks. I was like, I don't know if I can like this. If that thing keeps going. But uh, the, I have not fully grasped the story yet, and which generally is a good thing for me. If I like it generally a lot right out the gate, it's not good because I generally don't play it again. But I, I like the it's not a simply written song. It's not overly complex, but it's not super simple that you can get it on a list and a half after you get all over the ch -ch 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 noise, but it's a slap. I do like the chorus. I don't know. What is that? A maraca or whatever it is. I think it's a symbol on a drum. <laughs> I, you know, the two symbols that are on a foot pedal. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Well, that's what I got like to throw them in the fucking trash can. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> I hate it. I could not stand that. I'm glad that quit. And after that went away, it's a slap. All right. Well, there's two slaps. Kyle, is it going to be unanimous or do you have a conflicting opinion here? Is there a way for me to just give it a blah? No, because I had that. You can't mix the word slap I, and crap because it's, it's either slap I or just, crap. You got to pick. I just don't have any opinion on the song because... I like how it sounds sonically, but in parts of it, the thing that drives me up a wall is when I've discussed with you, like people trying to hold notes that I don't think they can hold, where he's just like, ee, I'm like, oh, it's, God, it hurts. Like I said, it, it irks me could, to know. You could end. say that Parker's guilty of that sometimes. He, yeah, he is. And like, is that petty? Does that make it not a good song? See, Maybe. I I, mean, I think that's petty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I said, yeah, maybe. I, mean, I, don't... I actually kind of like it. Yeah, I liked it too. I mean, I just because it's not technically like Chris Stapleton, I don't think that makes it him a bad singer no. or it a bad song. Yeah, like I said, I, that's why I just it's I don't unique. Know. Right, I'm not saying me feel it that way. It's I mean, like you don't have to change your opinion because me and Andy think you're wrong, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I don't. I listened to the song like three or four times before we go on the show. I just like. I can't form an opinion on it. I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I don't like it. I don't know if it's, if I think it's good or if I think it's bad. I just so Andy, what we're gonna do when you forget to turn down the radio, you're gonna have never say never, and Kyle's gonna be in there going sweet. Irene. Look, this yeah, could be, like, this, hey, this hey, could I, be I a song. Fifty hundred OBO. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, always bringing up old shit, Andy. Uh, like I said, this could be a song that grows Andy on says me. you can, in fact, beat a dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, this song could be one that grows on me, or it could be one that I never listen to again. I don't. I just so too too close to call right now. Yeah, I, I just you know me with the fire hot takes. I just don't have a hot take. So, which is yeah, disappointing. So, if you had to lean one way or the other, because it's slap or crap, not slap I, block rap. I, I'll give it. I'll give it a six out of ten on the slap side. Just, okay. just I mean, because, like I said, I think my. I, I think my criticisms of the song are kind of petty, which isn't fair to the song. So I, I would say I'd give a slap because of that. I don't want to be fair. I don't want to be fair. 
don't know. I was pretty close on Kyle because it was pretty petty on how much I hated that symbol sound. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could not get past that. Yeah, I just I don't know. So I'm not gonna be petty and hold it back for that reason. If Nothing came not- close to that Hale book song. <laughs> <laughs> so now well that's this edition of Slapper Crap. Uh make sure that you go and if you ever have anything you want us to include on the next edition, you know, send it to us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, doesn't matter. Just reach out to us, let us know. All right. And I don't know if you guys saw it before we close the show out, but BJ Barham of American Aquarium put out a acoustic uh, recording on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook today of a new song. Um, let's check it out real quick. See what we think. How's your mom and them? Hadn't seen your folks in ages. She was always kind, had the best sweet tea high school meat ever tasted. Weddings and funerals used to always get me down. These days it seemed to be the only thing that ever bring me back to town. And I wish you'd have called me. Maybe I could have talked you down But the thing that I wish Most of all Is that you're still around Alright, I think we know where this one's going I got dark fast Yeah, BJ with another bummer jam coming I um, could use a two listen on this one already Yeah, I think I'm going to have to as well We're giving our Because the library- wedding and funeral thing is I don't, I don't, yeah, I'm not yeah. correlating them yet I will say well, when, um, when this first started, I was like, "Dang, Deeper, this is going to be a life anthem for you." you know? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Bring him back to town, and then he was like, "Only yeah." And then it got was dark like, really quick. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. hey, look, we're we're listening to this live for the first time because we have not heard this song yet. But you know, yeah, we should have expected. Totally, we should have expected totally a BJ song to get that. really sad really quick. But on the positive side, I like the NC State sweatshirt. Go pack! But yeah. <laughs> all right, let's get back in and see if this is going where we think it is. Can't help but laugh about all the trouble that we got Into in the back of that short sugars parking lot All the life we lived, all the plans that we discussed Until Milwaukee's best snuck up and got the best of us And I wish you'd call me Maybe I could have talked you down But the thing that I wish most of all Is that you're still around I still hear your voice when I cross that county line Waking up the echoes in the canyons of my mind I hold on to the good times, leave the bad ones for the plow It ain't goodbye forever, friend, it's just goodbye for now And I wish you'd have called me Maybe I could have talked you down Well, what's some uh, initial reactions from you guys on that one? I'm definitely going to listen to that again. This would be a banger with some slow, like, steel guitar in the back. Yeah, like, kind of like he did with Unfortunate Con. Yeah. Yeah. That would go hard. Like Andy said, I'm going to need to listen to that again. But from my initial gut reaction with that is, like, BJ is showing why he's arguably one of the best songwriters in the scene right now. Yeah. Cause I, no, I don't just, know. I can't tell you what the song's about. Cause the initial reaction, there's something to, I would think it might would be a suicide, but that's at the same time, that's yeah, but, where his, but for with BJ though, for him, which is not uncommon for him to write like this, but the, uh, it's not goodbye at forever. It's goodbye for now with him being an atheist that doesn't add up, but that's not uncommon for him to write though. 
well, I was from, a, from a Christian standpoint. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, that's not uncommon. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like when he the line about like I'll see you again sometime. But I mean, like you said, that's not un- uncommon for him to incorporate yeah. those aspects because I mean he's from Reedsville, North Carolina. For goodness sake, it it can be a breakup song too, though. It's a really dark one. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think it's a breakup song. Yeah, I actually, but, I actually went the. Uh, well, you know, he he's had uh, addiction troubles or whatever. That now he's clean or whatever. I was thinking maybe it could have that, been that, that's that another, route. That's another good more point. so like, a suicide. I think that it's clear to me that the person he's singing about isn't around. But right. it's the question yeah. is In whether or aspect? not it's a like like that, Andy. <laughs> yeah, well, he's, he's talking about talking you down. I mean, that, yeah, like that I wish leads you like to suicide yeah. or or there was an addiction su- problem and they died. It, yeah, but I've also heard the term is is in uh, the term used is in uh, to talk you down is in talk you down from leaving. I've heard that. Con- I've heard that. Used yeah, like but that before. the the context clues in the rest of the song doesn't make it seem like there's any chance of a um them re- reconnecting here on this earth. That's it, I think it's pretty clear to me. That yeah, the, person, the person is no longer death, around. Yeah. Death from an addiction. Addiction, yeah. Either way, I think it or I think suicide, it's gonna be yeah. a really good song. I agree. I think this to your point, Kyle, is gonna be kind of a if he goes with a like kind of a sparse, kind of like stripped down approach, like you know, the moments in his concerts where uh he gives the band a lot of times a break to go uh off stage for a little bit and he plays a few songs. I think this one would be one of those kind of like really poignant, quiet moments at an American now, As show. someone who's not on the social medias, he hasn't expressed any loss recently has it no no i mean bj at this point has been writing he's actually been co-writing some songs recently he's written okay. some of laurie mckenna and Haley witters which is um not so this could just be a song yeah i not, think a lot of okay. times i think a lot of times lately like bj by his own admission has been like really happy over the last few years okay. com- especially compared to what he said he was in his younger years but i think it's more these days he's become such a uh, a good songwriter that he's able to be able to take little things and make an entire story out of it without it actually having to be a real snapshot of something that happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm interested to hear it. I'm going to have to listen to that again, like Andy said, but I'm interested to hear the studio version of that. Cause they actually did just, uh, um, finish up the record. I believe, uh, Chica Makamako, I think is how you pronounce it, but that, that'll be coming out next year. I didn't catch it. Uh, it. yes, it did. Let me look. It is waking up the echoes, mm. and the, and this was the caption he said, Andy, which I think kind of makes it clear on what we were talking about. He said, "This time of year can be extremely hard. Depression, anxiety, and solitude have gotten the best of so many of my friends over the years, and it only gets harder as we get older. Call your friend and check up on the ones you love." I think that's pretty clear that the yeah. it's not about a breakup, but I, was, I think there's certain aspects the way he wrote that on a first listen. I can see where it might not be a a dead. Uh, set on that's what that is yeah but yeah uh, I mean, but that uh yeah I that one kind of yeah that give you a good hint yeah pretty much but i think it's a good song i like it so Great. well uh for this episode of country and cold cans i'm logan sitting here with andy and kyle make sure you go to countrycoldcans.com pick you up some of our awesome merch these rope hats the richardson 113s or the trucker hats the richardson 112s and pick you up a koozie while you're at it and have a happy thanksgiving everybody Three, four.